Welcome, everyone, to episode 161 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Will. Corey. Hey, welcome, Corey. Thank you. It's nice to have you back. It's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, This episode, we're going to be talking about Skyrim mods, uh, which is one of the reasons why I really wanted Corey on, because I know Corey's had some experience with with Skyrim mods. Uh, No Eric this week. He's taking the weekend off, so... Uh, he wouldn't have had much input anyway, other than being really interested in the Skyrim mods. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to dangle that in front of him. You know, it's not, not sure, not fair. He would have bought a computer out there. <laughs> he he might have, he might have. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be our main topic. I recently got into Skyrim mods, not heavily. I'm 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 taking it slow, but I'll explain why once we get into it. Uh, nibble bits, Corey, want to get started with nibble bits? Uh, yes, I will. I only have one, and then I have three from, like, two weeks ago. Perfect. Um, so I'll just quickly run through those as well. But uh, the, the big news this week, for me anyway, was that the PS4 and Xbox One versions of NHL 15 will ship missing a couple key online game modes. I don't know if you guys read the article that I posted. I followed uh, it up a little I, bit. I read the article, yeah. Yeah, so they're not going to have online team play to start. Uh, apparently they're calling it the NHL 15. I don't know. They had some weird term for their update program or whatever. Uh, they're going to add that a little bit later, but there will also be no EA sports hockey league, which is the one where you create your player and then team up with other people to play online. Um, not at all. Or they're just adding it later. That's not coming at all. Really? Yes. They, the said, they said they can't deliver it, whatever that means. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not crazy about those online modes, but it kind of sucks. Yeah, because that's just another. That's something some people will only play. You know, someone's missing What's out. What's that? You cut out for a second there. Uh, that that's the type of thing where someone might spend all their time playing that. You know. Right. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people do. I've I've played with uh, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I played the online team play a couple times. Yeah. Um. Gotcha. Some yeah. Some people get really into that. In the older news, I know it's a couple weeks old at this point, but Bioshock is coming to iOS. Uh, No Man's Sky will, in fact, be on the PC, as we suspected, and Hyrule Warriors will only support local co-op, no online play for that. Huh? Really looking forward to Hyrule Warriors, by the way. Comes out soon, yeah? September 26th. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're rapidly approaching it. Okay. Will, what do you got? Uh, my first no bit is that after Gamescom, the Wii U saw the uh, biggest increase in game pre-orders. They saw an 8.67 percentage increase towards their games. Uh, following after that is the PS4 with 5.16%, and then the X-Bone uh, was 2.18. Okay. So so all, all the consoles saw an increase in pre-orders, which is good. Good, yeah. Um, yeah, Wii U. I didn't see mm-hmm. any of their Gamescom stuff, though, for the Wii U. 
I didn't no. even pay any attention to it. I don't think it was anything like really new. I think they were just showing more of what they what you what you had seen at E three. Yeah, is the impression that I got. Okay, I couldn't I couldn't really follow Gamescom as closely as I followed E three because because of, of work. Yeah. So and the time difference was a little bit weird too. Mm-hmm. I think Germany's like six hours. Yeah, ahead or whatever. Yeah. yeah so the the time difference was a little strange. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I, I got the impression that they didn't really announce anything like new. Just showed off more Smash Bros. Yeah, and... more more Smash Brothers, more uh, more Hyrule Warriors. You know, those are the the two big titles. Actually, quite a bit of stuff about Bayonetta came out at Gamescom. Okay, which which is making me even more excited for Bayonetta too. Hyrule Warriors launched in Japan, right? I think so. Okay, so anything we need to know about the game, you can find yeah. already. Yeah. So yeah. Looking forward to Smash Bros. Still, probably yeah. one of my most anticipated. I pre-ordered still. the version with the GameCube controller. Oh, did you? Yeah, I got it. Get... Only hundred bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not too bad for the the GameCube controller, the adapter, and the game. Which I think the controller by itself is like thirty, and the adapter's twenty. The game's sixty, so mm-hmm. you know you're saving ten, fifteen bucks. Yeah. I know I have four GameCube controllers laying around. I just gotta nice. find them, then order the cable, uh, the connecting the cable. Connector, yeah. Boy, when that game comes out, I'm not going to play anything. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Unless Falco's not in it, then I'm not going to play it. Right. <laughs> be upset. C- cancel your pre-order. <laughs> uh, but my next little bit is that The Last of Us will uh, have free maps for its multiplayer coming out. I have not done the multiplayer. and Have you tried it yet? Mm-mm. Mm, okay. I, I won't. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it's not really our style of multiplayer. But, uh... I don't know. I hear good things about it. Yeah. I listen to the Giant Bomb. They think it's pretty cool. I know Eric really liked it. There's a lot of issues with the online with some like glitchy stuff and stuff like that, so they're working that out, and they said sort of as a gift that they're going to release the new multiplayer maps, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. I Multiplayer, uh, it takes a long time to load. Okay. The mat, matchmaking is really slow, I guess. Okay. So, Maybe that's what they're working on. From what I hear, yeah. So, yeah, but that's all. That's all that I had. Okay, I also only had one. Uh, and that's that Paradox, who, which is one of my, my favorite developers slash publish, publishers anymore. Uh, they announced a new sci-fi real-time strategy game called Ancient Space. It's developed by Creative Creative Forge Games, uh, which I guess they have a game on Kickstarter now, or recently Kickstarted game, Hard West. Yeah, the, that's, that, that's the XCOM-like. Yep. Yep, that's that's their game. So they're they're making this other game right now. Uh, Ancient Space is going to be a single player real time strategy where the player is given command of a fleet tasked tasked with conducting a scientific mission on the edge of the known universe. Uh, seems really cool. Uh, again, Paradox is publishing it. I really like their games. They're the one that that does Crusader Kings and and Europa Universalis and Hearts of Iron and all those those awesome uh, map games that that I really enjoy. So I'll be paying attention to it at the very least yeah it sounds cool it's got a cool title at least yeah so there's that uh cory yes how's your week's been uh good um something very interesting happened between last night and today uh i won't bore you guys with stories of my own so i'll tell you this story that happened my roommate jared uh was working he works at a bike shop down the street and he just leaves his bike out front with the rest of the bikes and, you know, never really had an issue. But it got stolen last night. I saw that on his Instagram. Yeah, so he was pretty bummed out. Like, he's uh, he's a delivery guy. He works two different delivery jobs. I mean, he's always on his bike, and he's really into that whole, like, courier thing. Um, that whole, like, culture of, of 
being a bike delivery person. So once his, his bike was stolen, which he spent years souping up and it's in pretty good shape, uh, he was he was really bummed. Strangely enough, today, friends of ours were picking us up, me and my girlfriend, to go to the beach. And they were sitting in their car waiting out front of our apartment and somebody rode by on Jared's bike. Oh, boy. So our friend Jay, it was funny because he said that they they were currently talking about the bike being stolen in the car and then jay looked out his window to the, to the left and the bike rode by at that exact moment <laughs> uh and they had changed it they had taken off jared had a basket on there with 607 which is our area code you know just like his little touches and yeah. um i forget what they call it but they had the the frame cover so if you fall you don't, you don't slam your nuts on metal you slam it on <laughs> some soft padding gotcha uh that was taken off and jared also had like a badge on the front it was his family crest and that wasn't on it either but jay still recognized the bike as being jared's which i never would have been able to do yeah that's impressive um so jay chased him down the street and then once he was sure it was jared's bike he yelled at him and tried to reach out and grab him but the guy took off down the street Fortunately, there was a police officer parked right on the side of the street, and Jay started yelling at the officer, like, hey, stolen bike, stolen bike, and they were just, like, looking at him, and then, like, I don't know, Jay just kept yelling, and then finally they turned on the lights, whoop, whoop, and started chasing the guy, and Jay saw uh, the guy take a left down a one-way street um, going the wrong way, so the cop couldn't do that well they could but there were cars and stuff coming so they jumped up on the sidewalk and took off down the block after this guy really after that we didn't really know what happened um because you know jay was on foot trying to chase this guy and he was off on a bike yeah gone yeah yeah so so jay just came back and like told us what happened and he hopes that the cops got him but we didn't know so we called jared and told jared and jared was really excited um, and then like a couple hours later, Jared texts us and he's like, they have my bike. It's at the precinct. The cops chased him like six blocks. And then he got hit by a cab. <laughs> <laughs> the guy on the bike. That's <laughs> what the cops told him. Um, so Jared, after he got out of, out of work, he went to the precinct, picked up his bike and, uh, it wasn't damaged. No. Oh, that's good. fine. Good. Wow. Um, and the cop said to him, he's like, just so you know, this never, never ha- yeah happens never never happens it's it's so random that it i don't know like it being jared like it was really hard to see because he was super bombed about it and then like when it happens you're just like i'm never gonna see that bike again yeah but uh that's crazy it was pretty pretty incredible that it came (laughs) back the way it did yeah that's great plus that's Um, good that's karma If, if that is the guy that stole the bike that's karma for him getting hit by a cab, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how bad it was, but I guess Jared will have to testify. I don't, I don't know that, it, um, that it's his bike. Yeah, but it's funny, Dan. You say speaking of good karma, uh, Jay was all excited because he thought he did a great deed, and then he got an open container ticket on the beach today. So oh man, ruined his day. Yeah, that stinks. <laughs> and he wasn't like. That's what I don't understand. Like, first of all, everybody drinks on the beach. And he had, like, a little can of Limerita, and it was in, like, a plastic bag, and he just had a straw in it and was, like, sipping it. And we were just, like, three of us were, like, passed out sleeping, and he was just sitting there reading a book, quiet as could be, making no noise, just having a little sip of a Limerita, and somebody walks up to him and gives him a ticket. That's terrible. So annoying. Why can't you drink on a beach? You know, and that's the thing. Like, it's one thing if people are being rowdy and causing problems and breaking stuff and yeah. but just quietly sitting there reading a book like 
who cares? Yeah. Huh. But that's uh, that was the excitement for me this weekend. I'm I'm a little bit beat because I had some friends from high school here, and you know we got up yesterday at like ten and started drinking by eleven. Nice. And it was just all day, and I'm just I'm shot. Yeah, where's he down? But I did try this app called Drizzly, which is alcohol delivery. Huh. With no markup, they just charge you the store prices and you pay the driver a tip. And I. Uh, one of my friends is likes a lot of different kinds of beers, um, so he named his favorite, and I searched for it in the app and found it and had it delivered, and it came within like thirty five forty minutes. Wow! So is it just people that go and pick it up for you, and then yeah. and then take take the tip? Yep, that's great. That's it. That's a great idea. Yeah, very nice. It's super lazy, but at the same time, like two bucks isn't bad for me yeah. to not have to get up. You know, I can. Yeah hang out with people and not have to that's fantastic have that little break to go and get booze yeah all right it was pretty cool so i recommend drizzly there's a few others there's one called beer carriage uh probably better know. if you're in a bigger city oh yeah definitely gotcha all right anything else no okay what about you will uh not a whole lot i uh was trying to get the skyrim mods working and so i'll say it now i had a lot of issues uh the game wouldn't work for a lot of them i downloaded a lot at that point i was like i don't know what i did i shouldn't have downloaded all these i'm an idiot we'll cover that so yeah we'll cover that later so i honestly didn't my experience with the skyrim mods is bad so <laughs> so like i was like all right what am i gonna do now uh, i ended up getting plants vs zombies garden warfare and diablo 3 for the ps4 but i actually didn't play any of those i played a little bit of plants vs zombies but i didn't play any of those i ended up playing a lot of another game it was diablo 2 really i heard on the giant bomb, they're talking about Diablo three, and one of the other people on the the episode, Drew, said he's like, oh, "Diablo two is such a good game." I'm like, "It is," and I've never beat the game by myself. I've only uh. ever beat it with friends, and I only beat it with friends once legitimately because the game was really hard. So I started that up, and I've been playing a lot of that. So I'll talk about that later. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's, not a whole lot. It's weird how you get something like that that sparks your interest. And that's how I got into Skyrim. Is was like I watched a, a Skyrim mods video on on Gamespot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need to play Skyrim. And that's how I got back into Skyrim. And that's how you started playing just, it. Yeah, just one video. And it's weird that I'm playing a game from 2002 yeah. and having so much fun. Because I've been, you know, and not playing very many video games. When I do, I play either Dota or Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I did. I played a lot of Diablo. I've gotten the Crusader Kings 2 itch again, too. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, that's a that's a road I don't want to go down right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's a lot of gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I actually have a couple things to report this week. First, uh, Cosmos is on Netflix. If so, if you missed the the new one uh, with with Neil deGrasse Tyson, it's it's now on Netflix, and I, I which I started watching. Uh, it's great, but I can't spend more than t- like twenty minutes watching TV because I fall asleep. So I can watch like twenty minutes at a time. But one episode, so good. or are they an hour? There, yeah, it was an hour. It's forty-four minutes per episode on on Netflix without commercials, which is How also many have you watched? awesome. I'm still on the first one. I only okay. I only started the other night, um, but it's good stuff. Uh, so there's that. I put new thumbsticks in my by my DualShock Four controller uh, in preparation of Des- Destiny mostly, but uh, you know Eric had trouble with the, the the PlayStation controller and the the rubber peeling off the thumbsticks. And I, my, my thumbs would slip off like when I was playing The Last of Us or, or you know, especially first-person shooters where you're doing a lot of movement, my thumbs would, would slide off, which I 
I didn't much care for. So I, I did some research and saw that you could put Xbox One thumbsticks in it. So I took it upon myself to order some from Amazon. It was, uh, I think it was like 13 bucks for two two pairs of, of Xbox One thumbsticks. I watched a video on YouTube, and sure enough, when I got mine, five minutes, taking apart the controller, put the new thumbsticks in, and it works like a charm. It's actually really fantastic. Wow! So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna swap out the ones on on one of Eric's controllers with with the other set that I got, um, so he can have good thumbsticks on his DualShock Four. You could probably get the standard PlayStation ones, but I didn't really like them very much. I I definitely prefer the Xbox One thumbsticks. Yeah. Um. To the to the DualShock Four ones, but it's a hybrid controller. It now. is a hybrid controller, and it's I think it's the perfect controller because I do like the. DualShock 4 better than the Xbox One controller. Same here. Um, but the thumbsticks were always uh, bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I've i solved that. So. Yeah. I wonder if I made them go with that style on the DualShock 4. Because mm. they said this is like... They're not very sturdy, though. The best controller, but the thumbsticks weren't very good. No. And a lot of people complained about them. Yeah. Both, a lot of people had the same problem Eric had with, with them ripping. I didn't get that, but uh, that was a common problem, and then same thing with that I have is the thumb slipping off of it. So yeah, because they're not they're not very grippy; they're a little too um, slick, slick, yeah, soft. So yeah, mine so mine hold that. up pretty well through Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, clicking around on Netflix probably doesn't get it too much. I heard uh, like if you're playing a first person shooter where you do a lot of you, where you push down the left thumbstick to sprint, yeah, that that that's what really causes it to to break off so okay yeah i could see that then yeah uh so there's that the wife bought a jawbone jam box oh yeah little bluetooth speaker they're fantastic Mm -hmm. uh she got a refurb one off of woot uh the sound is really surprisingly good so i've been listening to a lot of music yeah uh specifically the child of light music um which makes me want to play child of light again uh because that was a sweet game uh yeah, there's that. And then I'm also re-listening to the History of Rome podcast, which I ta- I think I talked about last year, but it's it's basically the entire history of the Roman Empire from the mythical foundings uh by Romulus and, you know, 700s BC all the way to the end of the Western Empire in 476 AD. So it's mm, wow. Yeah, it's 190 parts, I think. <sighs> about a half an hour each the earlier episodes are shorter but the later ones get to be about half an hour each so that's it's, it's quite the doozy but that's what's getting me thinking about wanting to play crusader kings 2 again because a lot of the stuff that they did in the later roman empire kind of set up feudal europe yeah um so that's really making me want to play ck2 this reminds me i don't know you probably saw this but hardcore history the Blue Pants of Armageddon Part 4 is out. Yep, I already yeah. listened to it. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Was it good? It was fantastic. Yeah. They're all fantastic. Um, is this, yeah. Did this episode finish everything? No. Or is it only the, like, the 1916? No, it's only 1916. All right, so there's still two more parts. Yep. Sweet. Yep. So I think I think next part is when the U.S. enters the war in 1917. Where we kick so, butt. Yeah. Uh, really good. He he focuses on on two main battles during World War World, World War One on this one because he said you know the the that type of stuff goes on everywhere, but he focuses on Verdun okay. and then a naval battle that takes place, which is an interesting uh, kind of accidental battle that happens. That's cool because all the battles he's covered have basically been kind land of, conflict. Yeah, so and, and be... kind of the same thing, you know. 
Um, that's the the naval conflict is is different because it's it does not something that happens very often. So I'm assuming Britain's involved. Yep. Yep. Britain and Germany. Oh boy. So good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I did this week. So, do we want to get right into the episode, or we want to take a quick break? We can get right into it. I'm good to go. Okay. Well, let's get right into it. So, Skyrim mods. Uh, yeah. As I said, uh, I got back into the sky into Skyrim because I, I watched a video on Gamespot about Skyrim mods, and it wasn't even the mods that they were talking about during the the thing that was so interesting. It was the graphics because they had put in the the Skyrim the the updated graphics for for skyrim and also the 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 viewing distance one so you could see like really far and i was like oh you know it just made me want to adventure in skyrim again so i had bought the legendary edition on sale maybe last year Mm -hmm. or maybe maybe it was the like winter sale from from steam last year i just had it sitting in my library i knew i was going to get back to it at some point but the the mods thing really drew me in so um yeah, I, I didn't really know where to start. I didn't want to start like you did, Will. No offense, but just installing a bunch of mods and, and hoping <laughs> they work. So I want I want I wanted a guide. Uh, so I found one. It's it's on smart. Yeah, it's on ronwoods us. It's actually if you search best Skyrim mods, it's like the top search result. I'll I'll post a link on our Twitter and then I'll put it up on our, when I put up the blog post about it, uh, so, so you can check it out. But yeah, the 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 primary ways to do Skyrim mods are, are through Steam, which you probably did, right? The Steam Workshop. Uh, a good majority of them. What I did is I went to one of my friends who has a bunch of them, and I just wrote down the list of them and just started downloading. Gotcha. And found a couple extra that pl- that I plugged into there, and it was just a hot mess. Yeah, and and it's it's pretty easy, because all you do is you, 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 know, you search out the mods that you want in Steam, like the Steam Workshop. You click subscribe, and that that basically like loads the mod into your game, and then you don't have to worry about it. It automatically downloads updates and stuff. It, it takes care of everything for you, which is really nice and really easy. The downside is that there is a size limit on those mods. It's I think it's like a hundred megabytes. I read somewhere it's about a hundred megabytes. So uh, most of them are small or broken up into a bunch of different parts. Like some of the bigger ones will be broken up into seven or eight parts, and you have to download and install those all individually. So yeah, um, you know I I didn't want to do that. Uh, the other p- primary way of doing mods is through Nexus Mods and the Nexus Mod Manager, which is a beta program that simplifies the use of, of downloads from Nexus Mods. Uh, if you're familiar with PC gaming, and if you've done any modding at all, you probably have used Nexus Mods. Um, you know, that pretty much any game that you can mod or that there is mods for it, Nexus Mod man, Nexus Mods is, is where you go. Uh, and as I said, Mod Manager, it, it, it simplifies the process. Uh, if you go into Nexus Mods and download a mod, uh, you can. It, there's an option to download it with the Mod Manager. Uh, and it you know dot, d- downloads into the software. It plugs into the software automatically, and then you just click click the mod, and and then you click on the left hand side to activate it, and that loads the mod in. So it it's another step, and it adds a teeny teeny little bit of a little bit of difficulty. Um, but yeah, there's there's quite a bit more on there because there's no no size limit. So, yeah. so a lot of the larger mods are are on there intact in in one piece. So. Uh, and then there's some mods that have to be searched and installed the traditional way, which is kind of a pain. Uh, the, even one of the mods that I downloaded, uh, the the guy that created it said specifically that he didn't want it on Nexus Mod Manager. It's like, wh- why? 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 It's just annoying. You can't just put it up there? Like... No, I know. Or or on, on the Steam Workshop. So, 
Uh, Corey, did you? What's your primary method of modding Skyrim? So I didn't. I didn't touch mods until about a year ago. Yeah. Now I guess it would be. Um, and I just went through Steam, the Steam Workshop, and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I, I tried to do it. You did, Dan, but it just seemed like a lot of work. And I was just like, I just want to like improve the graphics. I didn't really want to change much yeah. with the game overall. Um, so everything I have or had up until today actually was through the Steam Workshop, and it was all graphical, uh, just improving the quality of all sorts of different things. I didn't have anything. The only thing that was like different that I added was the Milky Way galaxy to the sky, oh, yeah. uh, which I thought was cool, and like rainbows, um, and just like very simple things, and, and music to, to change that. I didn't really want to mess with the content of the game itself very much. Yeah. Um, but today, just poking around and doing a little little bit of research, I found uh, some of the some of the things you got. Dan, I don't know if you got the script extender, the Skyrim script extender. Yeah, that's. I, I actually have a section for tools. Okay. Uh, for for this, and yeah, that that's one of the necessary ones because a lot of the mods use that because the the apparently the default script scripting in Skyrim is not you know robust enough to to handle some of the more complicated mods. Right. Yeah. There's just it. It seems like you can do anything with a mod, but I, from what I understand, there's actually a lot of a lot of limitations. And by installing the Skyrim script extender, you basically open open those limitations up a little yeah. bit, and you can which may have be some one of the reasons. Which may be one of the reasons why Will was having trouble. It could be because and, and go ahead. Sorry. And also, all the ones I did, like I made sure there were no compatibility issues with with each of them, and. I think I might have like searched a couple blog posts and saw like what are the best Skyrim graphics mods and the, like people would list a bunch of them and they would say these are all compatible together and they'll give you this look and and all that stuff. So that's kind of the route I went, which which works fine as well. But um, if you really want to get into it, I think what you're discussing, Dan, is the best way to do it: the mod managers and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and you know, there's a ton of information out there on on the 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 best way to go about it. So, you know, if you're interested, do, you know, if you do a little bit of research, like I said, I'll, I will, I'll post the guide that I used uh, on our Twitter feed and, and on the blog post for, for, for the episode. So, so yeah, the Skyrim script extender is, is, is one of the tools. Um, there's also one called boss, mm-hmm. uh, which sorts the mods so they don't conflict with one another while loading. And that might be another one of your issues. Will. Um, because it, apparently, if they load in an, uh, in a weird order, that that screws them up. So that'll okay. that'll search through all your mods and, and list them in the proper order, so they I guess boot properly as you're loading the game. So that might be something you want to look at too. Okay. So boss and script. Uh, SKSE Skyrim script extender okay. and then boss B O S S. Okay. Um, again, uh, you, I mean, all the stuff, all the links and stuff is on the on the guide that I used. Okay. Uh, so yeah, well, let's start off with the with the graphical mods. Um, like Corey, that's that's primarily the ones that I used uh, because you know Skyrim, it, it's a dated looking game, and you know they they, I, they did come out with a HD texture pack officially from Bethesda, but you know a lot of the mods um, do a much better job of even that than making making Skyrim look better. Um, so the primary one I use is called Skyrim HD which is just as it sounds. It's HD updates to Skyrim graphics, which make them look fantastic. And that's also a large mod and would not fit on the Steam Workshop. I had to get that one from the from the Nexus mods. And that's what I used for the, you know, 
just general graphics of the game okay. and it makes it look a lot better. How big is this mod? <sighs> I don't know. It's fairly big. I'd call out my mod manager, but I don't want to screw up the, the, the recording. recording. Yeah. How do I know if I have that one? Uh, if you I must have. I'm pretty sure, but it's not in my. I'm not subscribed. It's, it's not on Steam. You said right. That, I, it might be broken up. I think that might be one of the ones that's broken up into parts on the Steam hmm. Workshop. Into in, I think it's broken up by city. Okay. So there'll be like the Riften okay. upgrade, the the White Run upgrade, the Solitude upgrade. I could have sworn I installed that. How can I find out if I installed that? Uh, if you if you launch Skyrim. Yeah, and then you know it'll go into the window where it says play options. Right. Uh, if you go into data files, there should be a checklist there with all the. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I did. Installed. I just and I just don't remember how or where I got it from. Yeah. I must have because my Skyrim looks really good. Yeah, and you know you could have the the Bethesda one on, ones on there too because the, right. the, they improved it quite a bit, um, but not as much as the the aftermarket mods, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So there's that one. I, I for the water I downloaded one called water which is a uh, what acronym for is that the right word like FBI's federal federal yes yes wa- acronym yeah. okay yes <laughs> I I'm far removed from English class so I don't remember those things but it's a uh, it stands for water and terrain enhancement redux which greatly improves the visual quality and realism of water amongst other like things in nature uh, and again that that's another huge. It it seems like a small thing, just making the water look nice and and feel realistic, but it really does improve the game quite a bit. Um, you know the the reflections and the little waves, and uh, it looks so good, so good. After we record, may I see your Skyrim briefly? Yeah, yeah, I'll boot it up for you, no All problem. Right. Yeah, I want to see how it looks. Um, and then the other graphical one that I used is called Climates of Tamriel, which is a lighting weather overhaul, which adds a lot more realistic realistic weather patterns uh like rolling fog and thunder and lightning Ooh. and rain and stuff uh it also gives you the ability to make it really really dark at night uh which i will do at some point i i, I don't know if you remember me talking about dragon's dogma and how dark it was at night and how scary that was and hard it was to to survive through a night when you're out like on your own um i, I i'm planning on doing like a hardcore playthrough where i install a lot of the mods uh you know lifelike mods uh, which I'll get into a little bit later, but I also want to make it like really dark at night, like it would be, you know. So you have to carry a torch to be able to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome, but I, I just kept it on the default darkness, so I, you know, I could see pretty easily at night. But those are the graphics mods that I used. What else did you put in there, Corey? So I have, uh, I also have like sound effects ones, the sounds uh, yep. of Skyrim. Yep, that's a good one too. It really is, because when you're walking around a town, you can hear all sorts of background noise, like people hammering stuff, kids playing, uh, just a lot of, a lot of, and, and like when you walk past taverns and stuff, they sound really lively, yep. uh, that, which is really cool. That one's in three parts, too. There's the civilization one, which is ones that's in the in the cities and villages of, of, of Skyrim. There's a caves one, which obviously is caves, and then there's wilds, so if you're out, like, wandering the mountains or outdoors, uh, you know. That's what that covers. So, Sounds of Skyrim was good. I also added uh, Lush Grass, uh-huh. um, one called Better Dynamic Snow. Yep. Ooh, um, I've got that one too. For your snow. Better Embers is one I have, uh, which makes the fire stuff look a little bit more, more realistic. Makes a huge difference, all those. You know, birds and flocks. I have a bunch of birds flying around. 
Oh, I didn't do that like one. That. Uh, and the enhanced distance distance one is really nice. Um, yeah, just a lot of little little touches here and there. Yep. Shooting stars. Uh, one of the I added one of the best ones that I have, and I don't know if you use this one, Corey. Uh, Sky UI. It I com- don't because I prefer. I still prefer to play with the controller. Well, no, you can use a controller with it. It's it's just a it's a they overhaul the user user interface and and, and menu system. Oh, I thought I thought they did that to to make it better with a mouse and keyboard. I don't know. I use it with a controller. It's fine. Oh, uh, okay. It's it's um, an improvement. Oh my god, it's huge improvement. Uh, they do a nice job of you know making it easier to sort things by you can sort things by weight and value and and all that stuff alphabetically. Um, there's also little icons so you can visually like, like see what, what all your items are rather than just a list of items. And it also fills up the entire left-hand side of the screen, like in the default menus, like it's only on the, like the bottom little half of the screen. So you can't as easily see all the items that you have in your, in your inventory. And this just makes it a lot easier. It's, it's such a huge improvement that I can't even begin to to describe it. Fantastic. Why wouldn't Bethesda have something like this already? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, that was always... I always thought the menus were poorly designed, but I didn't realize how poorly they were designed until I Got a I downloaded one, yeah. Sky UI, and it's it's fantastic. It takes a little bit of getting used to, but after that, you're like, I can't go back to the way, yeah, it, used the way it used to be. Yeah, It's really, really good. So, that's another one. Uh, I think that's it for graphical mods. Yeah. Yeah, that's all the graphical mods that I got. Uh, items. Did you install any item mods? I didn't. Again, I, I, I'm hesitant to mess with uh, the actual like content within the game. Yeah, and, and I can like see that. that. I, I'll get into that, but I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, and I'm kind of taking it slowly, uh, primarily because I don't want my game to start crashing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll install like a mod or two at a time, and I'll play it for a few hours to make sure it's not going to cause any big issues. If it does, I'll just you know, delete it. So I know that that was the, the, the cause of the problems, but I did get two item mods, uh, called immersive weapons and immersive armors. And this is on uh, Nexus mods, but it adds a ton of weapons and armor that fit in with the lore of the game. Uh, and I mean it like a ton, uh, of course, you know, you can find nearly anything you want in the game. Like there's a mod in there for all the Lord of the Rings weapons, um, I think you can get like uh, uh, Game of Thrones weapons and you know stuff like that. Like I know you can um, get uh, Tyrael's armor from Diablo and yeah, weapons. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. That. You can get all sorts of crazy stuff. But I, I kind of wanted to keep the game feeling like it was. I like to role play. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted it to feel real and the, like a lot of these armors are uh, weapons and armors are like lore worthy. You know, like uh, I'm trying to think because er, like an early example is they have specifically barbarian armor and then they have specific bandit armor and specific mercenary armor and then uh all the different weapon types like like iron and and steel and stuff they all have their own like additional weapons on top of you know your your great sword and your regular sword and your dagger there's a bunch of other like weapons that are in there too um that you can craft a lot of them too which is also nice um and yeah, they they fit seamlessly into the lore of the game. They don't feel out of place at all. They don't look out of place. It's a a great way to add more, a lot more weapons and armor. I look forward to seeing like the higher level stuff because you know my smithing is a little bit low, so mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of the good stuff that you, that you get like later on. You know, it gets better than dragon armor. 
Yeah, maybe. We'll see once yeah. I get up. I think I'm only like level 35 smithy. Okay. Horse armor. <laughs> Horse armor, oh, yes. No, you have to pay for that. All right. <laughs> uh, so that's one, and I did cloaks of Skyrim, which adds mm-hmm. cloaks that are lootable, craftable, and buyable, uh, which is also neat. You you know, it's a little things. You You wouldn't think that, oh, cloaks and Skyrim, that's dumb, but. Cloaks are cool, man. Yeah, they are cool. I've got a nice white one with a wolf's head on the back. Ooh. I don't remember where I found it or what what the significance is, but it looks nice. Is that your spirit animal? Must be my spirit animal. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm out, my character is a sneaky character, so I don't know if wolf would fit right. But. Yeah, you could. Uh, so there's that. Uh, some immersion mods. Uh, obviously, we talked about Sounds of Skyrim. That really helps with immersion. immersion. I also downloaded NPCs of Debella. Uh, which uh, improves all the the female NPCs because the males always looked fine, but the females always looked a little like blocky and and weird and, and rough. Like, yeah, rough. Rough is a great word for it. So it just smooths smooths a lot of the skin textures and stuff. And uh, this is actually the one that that I was talking about. The guy didn't want. It was a hair mod that the guy didn't want put on uh, Steam Workshop or Nexus mods. Why, I don't know, but it was, you know, just a small hair mod that I had to go through all the trouble of installing and whatever. Um, but, yeah, that, that makes the, the female NPCs look, look more realistic, like actual people and not not uh, Nord-like robots, you know. Yeah. Uh, another one of the ones I use, one of the more interesting ones is called Alternate Start, Live Another Life, which I think I was telling you about, Will. Uh, it allows a player to start the game in a completely different location than the standard prisoner start. Uh, there's a lot of different options, but I picked Highway Bandit. So I started off uh, like northeast of Whiterun in a bandit hideout. But you can start as like a, a legionary in the Imperial Legion. Uh, you can start as a Stormcloak Rebel. You can start out as like a bar owner. Um, so, how do dragon shouts work then? Well, Are you still like a dragon born? You can still do the main quest. Uh, I actually just started doing that because you have to go to Helgen and find someone. Okay. After it's been attacked by the dragon. So, you can pick up the main quest. I've only done a little bit of it so far. So, basically, they just kind of rewrite the main story's beginning. So, for you, you're yep. going to Helgen to find somebody. I, yeah, I've got to find someone that was like trapped there after the dragon attack. Okay. So, you, you, even with this one, you can, you can, uh, you know, do the main story. Cause I thought I was just like having to jettison the main story, but it does kind of roll you into that. If you want to, you don't okay. have to, you can just leave it completely alone. So does that mean the dragon porn's out and about? No, you, I think you, you can like become the dragon, dragon born that way. Yeah. Okay. So they completely jettison the prisoner of, yep. okay. That and having to go then. through that whole, whole slow thing, especially if you're making a bunch of characters, like you don't want to do that over and over again. Yeah, you don't want to sit in that carriage for that, those 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So that was a really cool one that I, that I found. And I think there's a few different ones like that, both on Nexus mod manager and the Skyrim work or the steam workshop. Uh, another one that's interesting. There's one called open cities, which removes doors for entrances into cities, making the transition seamless. So you don't have mm. to have a loading screen between the city and the, the wilderness, which is cool. I haven't used that one, but it seems really neat. Um, that's smart too. Yeah, it's very smart. Uh, well, there's one called Frostfall, which I'm going to add at some point, as I said, I'm going to do a hardcore playthrough and that's one of what I'm going to add to it, but it adds hypothermia. So when you're in a cold area, 
you have to dress warmly or, or keep yourself warm by a fire and, and not give yourself hypothermia. And there's a lot of uh, like realistic needs. I think realistic needs is actually the name of the mod, but you need to eat, you need to, you know. It's called you need realistic needs and diseases. Yes, you need to sleep, um, that sort of stuff. And I, I do want to, like I said, do a hardcore playthrough with all that stuff installed onto it. Um, yep. Dark, you know, have it be really dark at night and just have it be like a really hard, uh, like you're actually living in Skyrim. I think that would be neat. So, yeah. And then, another. go ahead, Corey. Uh, I was just going to throw in there. I don't know. Are you still throwing out ones you think are interesting and cool? I've, I've just got one more that I'm going to talk it. about. Uh, Falscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the obviously the, the, the mod that, that was created by that guy that wanted to get a job working for Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Which he didn't, but he, he works for Bungie now. Right. Uh, that That's kind of the, the crown jewel of the of the uh you know extra land masses and and i did play it and i was extremely impressed with it so far um it feels almost seamless to the 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 you know the normal game um Mm -hmm. it's uh it's got a neat kind of entry quest where you go through a like a dwarven ruin and and you you portal into the into the new it's like a an island landmass i guess to the north of of skyrim but it's really well done so far i'm interested in the quest there's the land is huge, actually, and uh, there's plenty of stuff to do in it. It doesn't feel empty at all. So, this is twenty plus hours of exploration and gameplay. Yeah, I could see that. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's free. It, yep, it's really well done. I was very impressed with it. Uh, that's one of the ones. There's another one. Moon path to elsewhere. That's yeah. That's where. I, that's the next one I was gonna look at that one that one looks really cool too yeah that's elsewhere is the is that the khajiit, khajiit homeworld yeah. yep that's where that's their country where they came from oh uh, and that's that's another one supposed to be really highly regarded it's, but it's and apparently it's a, they created a lot of unique assets assets for it too so it kind of feels like a totally different experience really where whereas you know false car is more what you're used to yeah it fits right into the lore and stuff of of skyrim like this is a completely different environment basically kind of yeah i mean you're still playing skyrim but like just it just feels so different because every there's individual like unique assets that were created for it there's kitties everywhere yeah i think else elsewhere is uh like it's supposed to be jungle right yeah if i remember correctly and there's an airship is there really really that's cool i'm gonna i'm gonna have to put that on that's neat. Uh, that's all I got, Corey. If you got anything, uh, you pretty much nailed all the ones I was going to bring up. One, uh, one good one for people who are really into lore is unread books glow. Uh, so you can make sure you've read all the books. They'll stop glowing once you read them. So you just want to start looking for the ones that are glowing. Oh, that's cool. Um, that one's cool. Um, wearable lanterns. If you do the realistic lighting mods and things get really dark. Um, wearable lanterns is pretty cool from from what I've seen. That's that's it, one I haven't added yet. It's almost a necessity. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I was reading about today was one called Immersive Pat- Patrols, and like each faction within Skyrim, uh, it it gives them scheduled patrols. And eventually, like from time to time, the warring factions will collide and they'll like battle over a fort or something, and it'll change hands uh, until another patrol comes through and stuff like that. That's cool. Which is, which is pretty cool. Wow. Um, Helgen Reborn is a series of quests to rebuild Helgen. 
that one's supposed to be pretty good. Um, and that would be fun. I kind of like that stuff. Those those quests to like build something up. Oh yeah, I was always always into that. Uh, yeah, and then Dan, you you nailed the rest of uh, the rest of the ones I was gonna discuss. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Skyrim is a game where if you imagine it, someone has probably made it in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't get into the, the magic ones cause I don't have a magic character, but there's lots of mods that re- redo the balance of magic, uh, add a ton of different spells. Thank um, God. That's yeah. That's, that's something that I think would be really interesting for, uh, like a straight up magic character. You know, I didn't, like I said, I only use a little bit of restoration magic, so I didn't, didn't get those, but, um, those are supposed to be really cool too. That's the, that'd be perfect for me cause I usually make a mage. Yeah. Yeah. So. That would be, that would be perfect. Uh, just looking at the ones I have, I also have one called Loud Waterfalls that I forgot how much I liked till I see it. It's, yeah. Depending on your proximity to a waterfall, it gets really, really loud if you're really close. And it's just those little itty bitty things that make an already immersive game even more immersive. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you know, and the the vanilla game was was really good itself, but I think the mods are what really set it apart from. Uh, from other games, you know, just there's just so much people people can do with it, it's and people are still playing this game a lot and yep. still creating mods and yeah, uh, Skywind. That's the project where they're recreating Morrowind. Oh, yeah. With, oh, yeah, with the Skyrim engine, yeah. they were they were doing that with Oblivion too, but I think they kind of jettisoned that after Skyrim came out. Uh, and they're working. It's called Skywind, I believe, and they're they're trying to recreate Morrowind on on Skyrim, which is a huge project because Morrowind was enormous. A lot of uh, ash. A lot of ash, yeah. Which which <laughs> you didn't realize how, how ugly it was until <laughs> I went to um Solsteam which is also covered in it because that's technically part of Morrowind. So uh the Dragonborn yeah. um expansion. Uh you go to Solsteam and it's all covered in ash and gross and dirty. Yeah, I usually make a dark elf, so that's like their home area. Yep. And like, I never played Morrowind, but I watched some gameplay, or not gameplay, but like the updated graphics for Skywind, and I yeah. was like, ugh. Yeah, it's pretty dirty looking. <laughs> Ugly. Yeah, and you know, like right around the ocean and stuff, it was fine, but most of the interior of the thing was just all ash. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Anything else? I don't think so. Yeah. I plan on, uh, after reading about this stuff, I plan on messing around with it quite yeah. a bit. And it makes me want to play Skyrim again. Anyway, oh, yeah. So. I'm I'm fully into it. Uh, I think I put, like, 30 hours in my in my Skyrim game in the past two weeks. And wow. I haven't really, like, had a lot of time to play video games. So that's, that's saying a lot that I've put that much time into it. I look forward to uh, summer being over for, for the first time ever so I can get more game time and you know yeah have more time to work on podcast stuff too i'm really behind on podcast stuff because i just haven't had any time to do anything so i think we all are yeah but you know uh next week is my last week at work so after that more more podcast stuff so uh yeah so we're gonna take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this Welcome back, everybody, to episode 161 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Will, you want to get started? What, what, what did you play this week? Uh, I played a little bit of Plants vs. Zombies for uh, Garden Warfare for mm-hmm. the PlayStation 4. It finally came out for that. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, it's good. It's the Plants vs. Zombies that I played on the Xbox One and the PC. Oh, you got it for both of those? Well, I didn't get it on the one. Oh, okay. I played it at a friend's house on the right. one. But uh, I had a, I was I'm very impulsive when I buy things, and I bought it for the the PC on Origin. Uh, played it for like probably an hour or two, but then it was coming out on PS4, so I was like, crap, I probably shouldn't buy it because I'm probably gonna play it on the PS4. And I was hoping like Eric and maybe you were gonna get it at some point. I probably will. Uh, yeah, you should. It's a lot of fun. It's you know, as I have been saying about the game, it's a more fun shooter. I'm pretty tired of the same old modern warfare and near future yeah. warfare games at this point. I just don't want to play them yeah. anymore. I'm sick of them. So playing something like this, like this is plants and zombies going at it, shooting guns. It's cartoony. It's fun. Having a blast with it. But the thing I've played the most of has been Diablo 2. As everybody knows, Diablo 2 is a pretty hard game compared to especially Diablo 3. Diablo 3 is like... Yeah, piece of cake oh, comparatively. You, and the giant bomb, uh, they said Jeff Gertzman, who's uh, one of the hosts on it, said that he could beat it on Expert without, like, dying. That's how easy, it, that. how easy it is. But this one, you know, right. this one's a lot harder. So what I did is I made a necromancer named Bob. I always make a necromancer. It's, like, my favorite class for, like, everything. I think it's the coolest, most fun to play. So what I've been doing is I've been just using all my skeletons to summon to do my battling for me because the Necromancer is squishy because it's a magic character. So they don't take hits very well. So when you get, you know, caved in in an area or blocked in or whatever, you're going to die pretty easily. So what I do is I have my skeletons, my one golem, do all my fighting for me, and I just kind of hang off to the side, which can be a boring way to play, but I enjoy it. I like seeing a a lot of enemies die and not me having to struggle. And I actually haven't died yet. I'm in the middle of Act 2 so far. Okay. So I beat the Act 1 boss who I remember always having issues with. It's Andariel. Yeah. Who's the big, tall, naked lady that's got like the spider stuff to her or whatever. You know, I usually die by her, but not having any issues. And I'm having a blast playing it right Man, now. it's been a long time since I played that game. Yeah, it's pretty dated, <laughs> dated when I've been walking around. It doesn't even go like, the screen's like blocked off, like with the black strips on the edge because the screen doesn't you know, yeah, they the, should do a, a like a widescreen patch for that. I think that would make a lot of people happy. Maybe there is an widescreen fixer. Yeah, that's I true. could do that. I should. That work? I used that for something. Was it Kingdoms of Amalur? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I should probably do that because it's kind of. I don't like having how it is. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, you know, the game looks obviously dated. It's what. 12, 13 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's really it's, old. It's a doozy. <laughs> but it's so much fun to play. It, it holds up, though. It really does. Like, people still go crazy for that game. Like, people hate Diablo 3 and only will play 2 still. Yeah. These people are nuts. I think the servers still, like, work to be able to play online. Yeah. Uh, I have issues every time I try to play with friends, like, but we always eventually get it working, but... You know, this time I don't have to worry about that. That's a good one for local co-op, too. If you have someone that has a la- a friend that has a laptop. Exactly. It'll run on any laptop nowadays. So. Exactly, yeah. And it's just a fun loot game. Yeah. I mean, if you've played any Diablo, you know you're getting yourself into. Yeah. But this one's, I'm just having a blast right now, you know, playing as my Necromancer. I plan on beating all five acts, hopefully. I'm, I've been playing a lot. Like, whenever I feel like playing a game and I go to play, like, that's what I've been playing. Right. And Metro's coming out next week, so I don't know. I do want to try that. And I also have Diablo 3. Eric and I are going to be starting hardcore characters whenever he wants to play. Nice. Uh, We're going to stream that so you get to keep up on our progress. I've never done a hardcore character, so I hope nothing stupid happens. Don't die. die. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't decided. I'm, I'm still on the fence about getting the Metro Redux. I really want it, and I will get it at some point. I don't know if that's going to be right now, though. Yeah. Because I've got a lot of games I've got to finish before fall games start coming out. Dan, let them pile so. up like me. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I'm I'm stressed out enough I, that I've got like three or four games I started this summer that I haven't beaten yet. Yeah. And I just keep playing Skyrim and I want to play Civ and I want to play Crusader Kings 2 again. Yeah. So. I mean, there's so many games that I still need to play. I need to still play Dark Souls, Wolfenstein, yeah. Child of the Light, More Transistor, <laughs> Diablo 3 on the PS4, Garden yeah. Warfare. But here I am playing Diablo 2. Yeah. <laughs> from 2001 it's funny how that works huh? yeah right it's i don't i don't get why it works why my, my brain works like that but yeah what can you do but uh the, the hardest part i remember in diablo it gets really hard in act three that's in the jungle i don't know if you remember uh-huh. that at all yeah but that's when like poison becomes a huge thing and it gets harder i remember fighting in the temple areas and that the council which was always really hard. That's like the chapter where me and my friends were always like, screw it, let's just try and rush through it instead of leveling. Yeah. So I don't know how I'll be by then, but I've got kind of like a build that I've been sort of following because I didn't know how to play as a necromancer because it's been a while, and I'm like, oh, yeah, just a lot of skeletons. I think I get like four or five skeletons and a golem at one time, and I raise their mastery so they take a lot of damage and do a lot of damage. So nice. I'm in good shape. I haven't really been close to dying either, so... Mm-hmm. If I beat the game without dying, I'll be ecstatic. Good. but So that's my goal. And I'm not doing that on hardcore, but just a little fun thing for me to do. Nice. But other than that, I don't. I haven't really been playing anything. Yeah. Just, Summer's not a good time. No, it's definitely... For, for us to play video games. Yeah, when the fall kicks in, I'll have a lot more time. Yeah. So. Yeah, same here. So Okay. Yeah. What have you been playing, Corey? Not a whole much. Not a whole hell of a... Uh, not a whole hell of a much... <laughs> um, pretty much just Divinity when I've been able to sit down and play some games still. Still liking still it? cruising through that. Yeah, I love it. I played for a good 10, 12 hours uh, last Sunday. Yeah, you streamed. I popped in a couple times to watch. Streamed for like 10 hours. Holy crap. It was pretty nice. Uh, pretty good viewership. I think that I got, I peaked at 15 people, uh, which was kind of nice. It was nice to interact with some, some people that I didn't know and keep me company while I played and uh, get the podcast name out there a little bit. But, yeah, um, yeah I, st- I still love that game. Uh, well, I-, I haven't really talked about the game itself too much. I kind of wanted you guys to play it a little bit to to have some good, real good conversations about it. But We're going to do an episode it- on it, though, right? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not, given all the th- things we'll need to do episodes. That's true. Uh, shortly. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but one thing, one thing it does really well is the way it works with elements. In in each, there's uh, there's fire, wind, poison, and air are the four in earth, or no, poison is part of earth. Uh, are the four main elements. But the way you interact with the elements in the game is really cool. Like there's poison traps, but if you use fire, you can dispel the poison. Um, there's like there's clouds that you can blow away with wind that the clouds obscure your vision. So, you know, it's in your best interest to clear them out so you can shoot somebody with a bow and arrow and stuff like that. But the elements are just as big a part of like exploring as they are combat. And I don't know, it's, it's really fun. Nice. So there's just a little bit of gameplay taste for you guys. But, um, what did you think, Dan? How much did you see of me playing? I probably watched for 20 minutes 
two okay. different times. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on, obviously, but. Oh, is that uh, when I was trying to solve that puzzle? Yeah, that was one of the times I popped in. Ugh, that was bad. I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I ended up looking it up. That happens. I always give myself, like, a good amount of time, but then once it stops being fun, it's yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to look it up. Yeah. Well, and was it something simple? Or was it something you never would have figured out? I, I was on the right track. Gotcha. Um, but because it didn't work for me, I had given up on that yeah. track, so I probably wouldn't have tried it again Yeah. Uh, until I looked it up. So. I, I always like to assess that. I'm like, would I have ever figured this out on my own? And a lot of times it's no. Yeah. Um, but... I like to be realistic about it too, you know. Sure. You don't want sure. You don't want to lie to yourself about it, you know. No. Okay. That's about it, though. I reinstalled Final Fantasy Tactics on my phone. It's Ooh. not a good game to play on your phone. No, it isn't, is it? <laughs> no, it kind of takes away from it quite a bit. But uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing. I finished the Witcher book, um, the first one, the Blood of Elves, I think it's called, and I started the second one. Second one's not as good as the first one. First one's a lot more fun for sure, but there's just those two. They haven't uh, translated the other ones yet. Oh, okay. But there was news this week that there's a new Witcher movie in the works. Wow. Are I you? Guess. Do you have any plans on reading the graphic novels? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I'd be. I'd be interested to, to see some of that lore. Yeah. Um. That's why I like it so much. Is it's just good to get the backstory on a lot of the characters that you're familiar with from the game. Yeah. So that's about it for me, though. I really, really haven't, really haven't played much of anything. It's kind of sad. Some more Mario Kart here and there because yeah. people like to play that. So I pop in on Mario Kart every few days too, and, yeah. and try the try the whole five, four starring, three starring, three star, three starring everything. I'm just having a bastard of a time with that. 150. 150 cc. Yep, it's the the last cup on the special, the top row. Oh, special cup. Yeah, yeah. I just I can't do it. Rainbow Road, right? Or do you not get that far? Uh, no, I usually make it to Rainbow Road. Okay. Um, in in first all of them, and then I screw up on Rainbow Road always. There's that oh, one I'm terrible at Rainbow Road. There's yeah. that one turn in the beginning on Rainbow Road. I always drift. And how it's set up is I always go out over the back of it, and I can't figure out how to hit that right. Yeah. And if you don't like drift around corners 150 cc, you don't win. No, you have to you have to power slide. So because you need the boost too. Exactly. Uh, I found, and I don't know if it's just my setup with my cart, but I have to start my drift like really early. Yeah. Um, and that's how I. But a lot of times, you know, you're going so fast and bumping into people that you can't. Yeah. You can't set it up correctly. Yeah. Uh, and you you know, you get bumped off or you know do you, you, or you start too late and, and slide off. Do you, you get know? set into a fit of rage ever? No. I, I did at first. I, I got really angry, but now I just kind of expect yeah, that'll happen. To, yeah, that I'll finish first on the first three races and then screw up on Rainbow Road. Yeah. That's just what happens. Mm. I'll get it at some point and then move on, but Yeah. When's the Mercedes Benz come out for that? Is that uh, this week? I don't know. It's supposed to be soon. It was supposed to be out sometime this summer. Yeah, I know it's end of August. I just don't know the date. Yeah. That's cool. It's only a week left in August. Yeah. Wow. It's got to be this week then. Yeah. I used, to, I used to hate September, but now I really like September. Same here. So. Okay. That everything, Corey? That's it for me. Okay. Uh, the only two things I played is Skyrim, obviously. 
Uh, I'm still working on the Thieves Guild quest. For the most part, I'm just screwing around. Uh, I get I get ADD kind of. Uh, I get you know I'll be going on a quest and then I'll get distracted by something shiny. Um, off in the distance, I'll see something that I hadn't seen before and I'll I'll go do that or bounce around. I've been also working on my Hearthfire House quest, Lake Lakeview Manor, I think is the one it is. Ooh. So I, I I built my 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 manor and all the additions onto it. Uh, I'm just furnishing everything right now. So how does that work? Can you just pick a spot you want to build your house and then? No, build? you have to. There's I think there's three different spots you can build build your house. Uh, you have to become Thane. Okay, I think it's Thane of that area. So Lakeview Manor is in Falkreath. Okay. So I had to become Thane of Falkreath by helping the citizens of Falkreath doing various things. Uh, and then they'll sell you a piece of land where you can build your house. Oh, okay. And then you go and actually, like, build a house with wood and stone and clay and metal. and Cost money? A lot of money? Uh, I think it's 5,000. It was 5,000 gold to buy the plot of land. And then <coughs> everything else is, like, at least the one where I was, I could quarry the stone and clay, like, right there. Okay. Right, right near that area. Uh, wood, you have to buy at a lumber mill. Um. But yeah, that's it's pretty neat, and it's nice to have your own little house. house yeah, because you have a, I have like a steward that I got, and uh, I hired a bard to sing when I'm hanging out in my in my manor. That's cool. And you could choose the different wings to put on. Like I put in a, an apothecary's wing, and I put in an armory, and then uh, a greenhouse, so I can grow plants for making poisons and potions and stuff. Yeah, you're. So, uh, what's that called? Apothecary. apothecary yeah but what's the skill though that in alchemy alchemy yeah yep you're an alchemist, alchemist. uh-huh gotcha nice it's fun uh yeah doing thieves guild i did a little bit of false scar i do want to start the uh, dr- uh not dragon the one with the vampires dawn guard dawn guard i want to start that because i keep getting randomly attacked by master vampires which are you know, if if I'm wandering around a city, it's fine because the guards come help you. But if you're off on your own, yeah. it's kind of a tough battle yeah, to no, fight, fight those guys. They're hard. I remember doing Dawn Guard, which is a really good DLC. I really enjoy it, but yeah. it was pretty difficult. Yeah. So I'm still loving Skyrim. I don't think I'll get a beaten game out of it because I don't think I'll replay this, the main story, but whatever. Yeah. I may. I may decide to hammer it out in, like, 20 hours or whatever. Yeah. You know, with a high-level character, you should be able to do everything quickly, fairly easily. So Yeah, I know when me and Corey did it, it didn't take us too long to beat the main story. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Uh, the only other thing I played was I played about two hours of The Last of Us, uh, which I've cooled off considerably on. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm just not patient enough to sneak around and set up the stealth kills and stuff. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. Um I really like the story still, really like the characters. I don't care much for the setting. Yeah. Uh, it feels unoriginal, I guess. Did you go to... Oh, man, I don't want to spoil it. Right now, I'm in... I'm in Pittsburgh. Oh, what am I What am I doing? Okay, yeah, I don't think I'm you've in, done it then. I'm in like a half-sunken hotel, oh. I think. Yeah, I know exactly where you are. You fell through the floors yep, or whatever, yep. and then all the clickers and stuff came out, and it's a pain in the butt. It is a pain in the butt. Yeah, okay, I hated that part. Um, 
Yeah, I, I hope to have it beaten by by the time Destiny comes out because yeah. I want to trade it in towards Destiny. But I also have Skyrim to play and Civ to play, and I want to play Crusader Kings. There's there's a real so. cool moment later in the game that is totally different with environment. Okay, you'll know it when you see it. It's a yeah. cool moment with you and Ellie. Yeah, just kind of looking and you. Yeah, you'll see it. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, I, the Last of Us. I don't. I don't like the the zombies. I, I just don't like zombie stuff. I, I much prefer when you, and even though it's it's kind of annoying at times, I much prefer dealing with the the people. Yeah. In the game, you know, um, the, the I, I the zombie thing is a little played out for me. Yeah. But yeah, I hope I hope to be able, like just sit down and power out the rest of it and. It's like a, I think I beat it in 10 hours, maybe. Oh, it was only 10 hours? See, I saw like 12 to 14 is about what a playthrough is. Yeah, no, I went through a kind of, I think I did two sittings, maybe three. Okay. Over the summer, last last summer. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hope to beat it. Because I know Eric wants to do the, the DLC, too, so I at least want to let him do the DLC before I, yeah. before I trade it in, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Not your. Uh, not, it's it's not for me. Yeah. Uh, st- I'm I'm I do not like stealth games. I've decided at all. Really, I'm okay. not. I'm not patient. Uh, even like, even when I play Skyrim, and you know, even though I'm a sneaky character, like I'll still take out a couple people real quick, but then fight everybody else. Like I, I don't. I don't like to take the time to separate everyone and execute them individually. It takes a special I, person. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm so impatient. I just want to move on. Yeah. Um. So, like, like I said, even in Skyrim, I'll I'll take a few people out quick and then and then charge into the fight. Um, so you probably more... couldn't imagine playing Deus Ex and not killing anybody. No, I could. Ne- <laughs> I could never do a pacifist playthrough in that. Yeah, I, that would that would drive me crazy. Because yeah, I played that game the same way. Like, I would sneak in, take a couple people out to make the coming battle easier, yeah. and then just fight everybody else off. Which I think is why I didn't end up liking Dishonored that much. Yeah. Because it really didn't lend itself very well to, you know, that type of playthrough. You know, just eliminating a couple people and then fighting everybody else. Yeah, no, you're it right. It was much better for taking your time and, and slowly, and plotting methodically, out, yeah. exactly, plotting out your, your moves and yeah. and killing everybody. So, huh. yeah. Okay, yeah. So me and Eric are the biggest Last of Us supporters. Yeah. I'm I'm probably someplace someplace in between Corey and, and you guys. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like Eric and then me, you, uh, and Corey. Right. I, I'm probably below you. Yeah. To, to at some point, and then Corey is the least biggest fan of The Last of Us. <laughs> right, Corey. <laughs> it's just the exact kind of game that I don't like. Yeah, and I'm I'm starting to feel that way too. So that's most of Naughty Dog's games then that you yeah. guys wouldn't enjoy. I never had that much of I didn't have that problem with Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of the same thing. Which is weird because, like, Uncharted and Tomb Raider are, like, the same thing. But, like, I'm not a huge Uncharted fan, but I enjoyed Tomb Raider. Yeah, I enjoyed Tomb Raider, too. I don't know why, but... It's just one of those things. There's probably something small about Tomb Raider that makes me like, yeah, this game's really good. This is fun. Yeah. So. But that's all I played. Yeah? Yeah. Shall we get into feedback? Sure. Sure. All right. I will try and play the voicemail first. There's a Facebook post, Dan, too, so I can yep. re- read that one. 
when you need it. Okay. Yeah? Should he read it? Oh, you're going to do the voicemail first. That's right. Suspense is killing me. Yeah. <sighs> I messed up. Dan, what'd you mess up with? I want to open with... Ah, screw it. Zune. Yeah, that's not... I wanted to use VLC, but what can you do? Gonna play through Zune. It's probably gonna mess up, because Zune's gonna want to download a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I haven't used my Zune in forever. I miss it. Software's so much better uh, than iTunes. iTunes is the worst. Yes, it is. Literally the worst thing. Yep. <laughs> of, all the, of all the things, it's the worst. I wonder if I can pause the downloads. Compared to Zune software, iTunes is horrible, I think. Hey, guys. This is Tito from L.A. Uh, real quickly, I'm not sure what the episode's about, but if it is Skyrim mods, yeah, I do have a lot of experience modding my Skyrim and getting really heavy with it. I had uh, a playthrough of a game where I had, I think, up to 88 mods going at one time and I remember it was so difficult and took forever getting all the mods installing them all figuring out the right order to install them and then there's something called a load order where you have to have the game loads each mod one at a time so then you have to have it the order right so that something doesn't conflict or override another mod and man, at, at the end of the day, you can spend more time modding Skyrim than actually playing it. You know, if you if you really want to try to make it look as amazing as it can, especially with ENBs and all these technical mods that you can install, it, it's really complicated sometimes. But I had a lot of fun, and, and the the playthrough I had, the game looked amazing. Um, next, I, I bought Civ Five and XCOM Enemy Within. I noticed there was a sale on Steam, so I bought those games and. Uh, I loved XCOM, so I'm, I'm I like I like the added features that they have for Enemy Within. Some of them sound really cool, and I can't wait to try it out. Civ Five, I don't have much experience with at all. I just keep hearing how great of a game it is, so I wanted to try it out. I don't think I've ever tried a game with that genre. Oh man, I don't even know what the game, how it really plays at all. I think the closest thing. Tito, you're in for a treat. Yeah, actually, thinking back, I don't think I've played anything like like sit by so i'm kind of looking forward to that and see if that's a kind of uh, the kind of game i would like um next up i don't know dan if you've beaten the last of us but if you haven't my professional opinion would be to put it on easy because at this point you just want to beat it so you know what the story is um it's not the kind of game where you want to have a long hiatus in between that if you do it that way you're doing it wrong which i did um <laughs> And it's, you, you'll still get a challenge out of it, too, since stealth isn't your forte. You don't really like it at all. I mean, even though it's not easy, it's still, you'll, you'll still find some difficult parts. But at this point, you just kind of want to get through the story so you know what, the, what it's about and, you know, the amazing story that it has. Um, some other tips for Last of Us 2 is you always want to try to keep a shiv, one shiv at all times. And try to use your Molotovs um, to take out more than just two people. I, I like to lure clickers with my bottles. I'll throw a few of them so that they all kind of gather in one spot, and then I'll launch one and take out like four or five at a time. Um, let's see what else. 
oh, I was uh, I was at GameSpot trying to find a PS4 game to play because right now all I have is The Last of Us Remastered, and I really don't miss console game prices. I'm you know I'm so happy with PC because I hear you, Tito. I, I, I don't know you get spoiled with like paying two bucks for Borderlands. <laughs> you know, like I, I was yeah. trying to look at all the all the games that they have for ps4 which at at the moment right now there aren't too many but then also then the prices are just kind of like i do not want to pay 40 bucks for a premium game it's just kind of silly i mean the 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 best deal i saw was like kill zone shadow fall for like 18 bucks but even then uh, i just wasn't that interested so i would just say pc still ranks supreme in my book uh that's all i got and i'll see you guys around all right thanks tito uh yeah I, I hear you ab- about that too, and and like even new games uh, like Civilization Beyond Earth that's that's coming out this fall, fifty bucks brand new. But uh, if you pay close attention, like a lot of times you can find a twenty percent. Green Man Gaming has like twenty percent off vouchers all the time, so you can get a brand new PC game for like thirty eight bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's digital, but it's a te- like the 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 reason why I don't have an issue with digital games. Uh, on pc is because no matter what kind of computer i have i will always have steam you know yeah um that's always tied to my steam account so i'll have that as long as i have a computer that can run steam on it as long as steam is still around which i mean at least for the foreseeable future i don't see that going away but you know i I have a problem buying digitally uh like 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 on the ps4 because you know if there is another generation uh, of consoles, you know, I might not go with PS4, you know, I, I, so I'll lose all that stuff. But I, I'll always have a computer in some capacity, you know. So yeah, I, I hear you about the 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 console game prices. They're they're they are a bit steep, even for used ones. But yeah, I mean, this weekend, like he, like he said, he bought uh, uh, Enemy Within, which I haven't tried either. I've been wanting to wanting to try that. I'll get I'll get to it at some point, and then and then Civ Five, which I think like the game of the year edition was like $12 or something like that for that's crazy. all that stuff. And you know, that's a game you can spend hundreds of hours playing easily. Um, I hope you like Civ Tito. Cause it's, it's one of my favorites. Uh, and if you do like that, uh, there's a whole crap load of grand strategy games, uh, that, 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 you know, you'll, you'll want to give a shot shot at too. Dan, I'll show you the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, become my probably my favorite genre is grand strategy anymore uh you know with the crusader kings and europa universalists civ i want i actually want to play the total war a lot of the total war games uh, but they're all, they're also very time consuming so yeah uh last of us yeah i probably will lower the difficulty just because i'm i'm uh, volatile with my frustration <laughs> with, with, with games anymore uh so that's probably uh, good idea. Dan's getting more violent with age. No, not violent. Volatile. Eh. I'm more likely to rage quit something. Yeah. If I'm not having a good time. Does that make you violent? No, not violent. Okay. No. Volatile. Volatile. Yeah. Just, just making sure, Dan. No, I'm not. I'm not violent. I'm probably the least violent person <laughs> I know. <laughs> least violent person you know. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. That's everything, right? that tito talked about yeah okay mods oh yeah skyrim mods yeah uh tito uh try boss that's the one right yeah. that was the one yeah that that will order your skyrim mods for you 
Uh, I don't know, like when when the last time you did you did mod stuff w- with Skyrim, but um, I have only had one crash to desktop. Uh, with, I I didn't have eighty mods installed, but I probably have thirty. Um, and I've only had one crash to desktop, and it, it was when I was traveling from Falscar back to Skyrim. So I think that had something to do with it. Um, so yeah, try try boss, and that that should keep everything. Like you said, it, it orders your mods so that uh, so that there's no conflicts. So yeah, give that give that a shot. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Corey looks like Corey got his food. What you eating, Corey? I'm here. What? No, what are you eating? Uh, looks like Sophie brought me some cheese and bread and Brussels sprouts. Yummy. Nice. That sounds good. All right. Uh, so thanks for that, Tito. Uh, this is from Idaho Jake, who says, this is an email, by the way. Hey, guys, I got some bad news. Uh, last week, I will be in Atlanta for work training when Destiny comes out, and I won't be able to play until Friday around 11.30 p.m. Oof. This week in my gaming, I've been watching a lot of superhero movies, so I had an itch to play DC Universe, and I really like the game, and I even bought some DLC for it. Next, I convinced my wife to let me buy a game, and I got Diablo 3, and that game is pretty damn good, and it looks great on a PS4. I never thought I would say this, but The Big Bang Theory is good, is a good and funny show, and I highly recommend it. Well, I think that's it for me. If not, I'll Facebook or tweet later. So that stinks, Jake. I was hoping uh, you among you among the other of our listeners would, uh, would be able to play Destiny with us launch night, but uh, that's okay. I will. We'll still all be playing. I'm sure you'll get caught up to at least me, um, because there's there. You know, I'll still be <laughs> still probably be playing a little Skyrim and a little Civ, and I might be playing NHL. So you'll pass. Oh, me. I forgot NHL is coming out then too. Minus features. Minus yeah. some features. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Corey's webcam froze. What a face. You're still there, Corey. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. The the webcam's acting all wonky. So. Mm. I think my uh, my internet connection is crapping out again. But uh, let's see. So he played DC Universe. I also like DC Universe. I played that quite a bit when when I first got my PS4, mostly because there wasn't wasn't anything for me to play on it really, uh, and I just wanted to try it. I also like like superhero stuff. So um, I don't know if you've seen it, Jake, but if you haven't seen Kick Ass. Watch at least the first one. I haven't seen the second one, so I can't comment on that. But that's a kind of a superhero movie that's really good. I actually just watched about half of the second one the other day. Is it good? No. Oh, okay. I didn't I, like it. Oh, uh, did you did you watch the first one? Yeah, I love the first one. Okay. Yeah, the first one was really good. Um, I have heard mixed things about the second one, and I and I haven't seen it yet. So, uh, what's that? And there's one with Rain Wilson in it too. What the hell is that called? Is it just Super? Super. Is it Super? Yeah. Okay, that, that's one I really want to see. It's got Ellen Page and, and Rain Wilson. Uh, <laughs> Rain Wilson apparently brandishes a, like a pipe wrench as his weapon. I guess it's kind of violent and dark. But <laughs> Maybe I've, I'm I've, thinking of something else. I've heard good things about it. I don't know. So that's a couple suggestions. They're not actual like superhero movies, but they're... People who try to be superheroes, which I also find to be interesting. Entertaining. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, 
got Diablo 3, so he'll have to play that with, with Will and Eric, who also have Diablo 3 on the PS4. Uh, and then Big Bang Theory is a good show. I've I've only seen a handful of, of episodes. It's It's not bad. It's not one of my favorites, but... I also don't really watch that much TV, so yeah. Big Bang Theory will. Not a fan. You don't like it? No, my reasoning isn't good, but oh, there was a kid in high school who was very snooty and thought he was better than everybody else, and we'd be talking about The Office or Friday Night Lights, and he'd be like acting like The Big Bang Theory was the only show. Gotcha. So in turn, we hated it. Gotcha. To make that kid miserable. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. Corey, Big Bang Theory. I could never really get into Big Bang Theory. I, to be fair though, I only could specifically remember watching the first episode. Okay. Because um, I remember I kind of liked the concept when it was coming out. Yeah. But that shows it's on like it's what like seventh season. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. They have interesting, interesting topic. Uh, like, like, uh, uh, what's the what's the word? Uh, celebrity cameos. Yeah, like Neil deGrasse Tyson was on a couple of episodes and stuff. I think that stuff like that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some, that, there's some that, fun little references too. For, yeah, for people like us. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, gaming references and 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 you know nerdy culture stuff in general. D&D. Yeah. So, uh, and then that's it for Jake's email. So thanks, Jake. Corey, you want to read Facebook? Sure. This message comes to us from Michael. Uh, Michael says, last weekend I decided to power through season one in all the released episodes of season two of The Walking Dead. Uh, Telltales, The Walking Dead. They're so good, I figured I should try them out since I liked The Wolf Among Us and I have not been disappointed. Now I'm just anxiously anxiously awaiting the fall releases. I just need something fresh to play. Last few weeks have been super busy for me as I'm moving to a new position at my company. Uh, If it's a promotion, congratulations. Yeah, well done. If it's a demotion, uh, at least maybe you're less stressed out. Yeah, or even if it's a lateral movement, hopefully you're less stressed out. Um, lots of extra work during the transition, which can be a pain in the ass. At least I have video games to go home to. I hope Eric has enjoyed the start of the Premier League season. I know I have. Keep up the good work, guys. Yeah, actually, uh, I saw some highlights of the the Arsenal game the other day. I was watching NBC, which had rally racing on, which is weird because that 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 used to only be on Discovery, but it's it's actually not quite rally racing. It's rally cross, which is similar, but there's it they they race on a track and multiple cars at the same time. It's it's not as good as like traditional rally racing, but I guess it's what I'm gonna have to live with, you know. But it was on NBC and they had highlights of the of the Arsenal game, so mm-hmm. I knew that Arsenal had tied. But yeah, Eric is excited for the. I can I can speak for that. Eric is excited for for foot, footy to be back. Football, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead. Yeah, I can't wait to play the. I'm I'm waiting until the uh, all the parts are out, and I'm gonna sit through and play it all at once. Mm-hmm. You know, over the course of two nights. I yeah, loved the recommended. Lo- yeah, loved the first the first uh, season of The Walking Dead. Thought it was really good. How much does the first season tie into the second season, Corey? Mm. There's references to a lot of stuff, but not. Not a not, lot. Not really, no. So I don't need to go, because I played season one on the 360, and I have season one and two on Steam. Do I not bother playing season one again? No. No? Okay. Yeah, I don't think you need to. Okay. As long as you remember 
some of the characters and stuff, you should be fine. Yeah. Well, I didn't know with the end of season one with Lee and Omid and what whatever the other lady's name Clementine. is. Clementine. No, uh, Omid's wife. Oh. Girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Krista or something Krista. like that? Krista. Krista. Yep. Yeah, yeah, sounds I'd, right. I didn't know what, like, happened. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm also playing through The Walking Dead, but I'm playing them as they release. Except for the most recent one I haven't played yet. I'm just going to wait for the, the next one to come out, and that's the last two. Yeah. Um, and then I have uh, Wolf Among Us. I'm going to marathon play one of these days. Maybe I'll do it this weekend if I get a chance. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Next time I see it on sale, I'm going to buy it because mm-hmm. I want to play that too because I, I really like the concept of it when Jared was yep. talking about it. It's fascinating, so... I do want to play that. And then when Tales from the Borderlands comes out, I'm also going to buy that. I'll be getting that. Are you getting that on PC? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, just because just I'll, you know, if it's digital only, I'd rather have it on PC than mm-hmm. anywhere else. So, yeah, that's going to be cool because I really like the lore for Borderlands, too. And I think, you know, there's a lot they could do with the, the humor of it, you know. So. Agreed. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. No more feedback. Nay. Round tables? I have no round table. Nope. You have a round table, Corey? Nope. All right. Well, we do, but we need yeah, all we, four we, members. We, yeah, we need everyone here to, to do my round table. But, I, I would prefer that anyway. That's our goal next week, have all four. Yeah, that would be awesome if we could all get on for the fall, gra- fall Games Preview Part 1 is going to be our, our episode next week and the oh, week okay. after will be Fall Games Preview Part 2, and the week after that will be, I think, Destiny. We'll, that'll be de- the week Destiny comes out. So and it begins. It'll be our Destiny episode uh, release, so we can, you know, obviously talk more in depth about it than than we have been. So that's exciting. Yeah. I actually want to get up a schedule of our next at least month or two worth of episodes um, so you can kind of get a, an idea of what we're going to talk about. Shouldn't be too hard. There's going to be obviously a lot of games coming out in the fall, so uh, you can assume if there's a big release that that'll be our topic for the week. Uh, or three. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it, November 18th? There's three big games there's coming three, out. Yeah, there's like two in October that have... <sighs> I'm going to hate my life. My bank account's going to yeah. hate... Your bank account's going to hate you yeah. for all your purchases. <laughs> okay. Anything else? No, I got good? nothing. Corey? I got my 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons book. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous. I really want to play Dungeons & Dragons. Actually, uh, one of the people I follow on Twitch plays Dungeons & Dragons through... On Twitch through... What's that thing, Corey? That online Dungeons & Dragons thing? Roll20.net? Roll20.net. Yeah, they play, they, it's four people, uh, and they play on Twitch with, with that. It's really cool how, how 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 well it works. That's something I'd like to do at some point, but I mean it's hard enough for us to get together once a week to record a podcast. Yeah, uh, right. you know, maybe maybe I someday. Maybe maybe when we're older. I don't. I, or yeah. fun employed. <laughs> fun employed. Yeah, it won't be long until I'm fun employed. Yeah, so. I'm right behind you. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for episode 161 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. 
Blind 